What's going on, guys? My name is Moore Milo. I know, I'm Ross Sandorelli. And this is the 52 Podcast, 52 weeks, 52 books, making every single week count. For those of you that are joining us yet again on another episode, episode 48, thank you guys so much for, for you know checking in with us. For those of you that are new, what we do here is we read books, one a week, and we bring you guys all the keynotes. And this week's book is actually uh, rather... Um, rather out there. Everyone, every not out there in the ways of like uh, you know, out there and off the deep end, but out there in the ways of the world knows about it. It's called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, and uh, super excited to hop right into it. I mean, we've I think Ross and I have decided that uh, you guys don't come to us for news, so we're gonna move on from that, and we're gonna bring you guys the uh, keynotes on our book. So, Ross, let's hop right into it. The four agreements. Um, let's just first off name them off the top so we can get that out there. Uh, agreement number one, be impeccable with your word. Agreement number two, do, do not take anything personally. Agreement number three, don't make assumptions. And num- uh, Agreement number four, always do your best. Uh, so basically this whole book was a, just a, a giant philosophy. My girlfriend loves this book, has read this book for many years, and considers it a Bible of sorts. Um, Ross, what did you think of the book overall? Let's just kind of go there. Uh, I mean, straight into it, I actually liked it. It was a very short book, which when you're getting a book that's not that long, you kind of wonder, is it going to be lacking? Is it, you know, is it going to be able to give you all that you want in a book? And um, it did. It It was very short, very concise, and like you said, the four agreements, not only is it a great, you know, obviously title, but a great concept and even better delivery. I mean, he really was able to get his point across for each one and understand that these are things that you can take into your life, whether, you know, you're, you're super young, super old, successful, not successful, smart, intelligent, dumb, whatever word you want to use for yourself, get rid of it. It is something that you can take into your life and really put into action. So I thought this was a really cool book off the bat. Um, and it was something different. It was something very different. Um, more on that, the line of the self-help books, the personal development books. And I think with that, it gave you a very simple guideline because some of these books we read, they have a lot of different parts and it may be hard to be able to completely digest the entire book. Whereas I really felt this one was easier to digest because it is four key concepts and it makes it easier to not only follow, but to remember. Uh, what did you think? I would totally agree. I think it was short. It was sweet. It was really well written. You know, we read a lot of books that, for some reason, people just decide to keep talking, right? And, like, this book was so concise. And I think that there's something so important about that, to be able to get a, a, a point across, you know, within 100 pages, and for the point to be truly powerful and, uh, and world-changing. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's not something you see often. So hats off to, uh, Mr. Ruiz and, uh, yeah, truly, truly love the book with that. He has an inter- you know, I want to just jump right into it cause we love, um, to make the, the woo woo conversation. We, it's, it's weird for us, right? Cause I'm a little bit more woo woo than you are. Um, but I'm also not very woo woo. So scientific term we use right 
It's as scientific <laughs> as they come. Uh, let's say spiritual. How about that? That's, uh, um, you know, in, in universally thinking and, um, you know, maybe we could have a little bit more faith in the, in the universe. Um, but, you know, this book is very much about having faith in the universe and, and, and being one with spirituality and, and understanding. Like, there's a portion of this, this the audio book. I don't know if the book had uh, this portion as well, but what, the portion... At the end, the last piece was a prayer. Um, you know, so very spiritual, very connected, very, you know, vulnerable, very, you know, universally thinking, very, you know, one consciousness. And I think that there's a lot of things that could put one off, put someone off from seeing eye to eye with that just based off of terminology um, and the wording that's, that's used. Like, for example, in this book, there are words that are used like black and white magic. Right there's used the words that are used like uh, like parasite, emotional parasite, right? Like these are very, I guess, secularized or or pa uh, um, heavy words, right? They come with a lot of uh, preconceived notions of like you know witch witchery and and you know stewing cauldrons of potions and whatnot, like all sorts of crazy one crazy stuff. So I think that. For me, and for you, I think also, Ross, and I can't speak for you, uh, but as a friend of yours and as someone that's known you for a long time, I think that we both have a very traditional type of uh, um, use of the English vocabulary. And what is being done when you when you bring words like that, like black magic and like parasite and like things that, that have such heavy connotations and other, you know, other contexts, right? It's tough to kind of see eye to eye with it if you have one particular perspective of a of a uh, of a word of of a piece of vocabulary. You know what I mean? And it it I think it's taken a couple books for me to finally come to this realization. But I think what I've learned from this is that you know these ideologies, this way of looking at things, is rather new, and it's difficult to portray wording that resonates with the person and also resonates with the listener, especially if they don't necessarily see eye to eye on certain things. So I think that's been a big, a big kind of, because um, obviously books, right? Books are, it's a collection of words. It's literally all it is is vocabulary, right? So like that's whether you, you can truly appreciate um, a book or not, highly depends on, on your deciphering of the vocabulary and the context that it's within. So I think that through reading this book and through knowing that this book has been so um, powerfully used throughout, you know, the world, because um, it's just, it's a book that people, people know about. Like, this is a book that I've heard about for a long time. And, you know, it's just interesting to see that the terminology that he uses, although it could be taken in a weird context, is so relatable. Does that make sense? Did, did, are you with me, Ross? Yeah, yeah, definitely relatable. I would say. So I think that he, I think he was really well done from that perspective as well. I think he did a really good job of of giving you some of the terminology, like for example, like an emotional parasite. Um, you know, I had heard my girlfriend use that terminology before, and I had never conceived using that terminology 
and that terminology seems so foreign because I think when I think parasite, I think, you know, like you're, I don't know, something feeding off of you. But I guess in a certain ways, some of this emotional stuff can be a parasite. So it it was interesting. I don't know. It was really interesting from that perspective. Um, did you want to break down the 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 agreements? We can go we can go ahead and jump right into that. You want to do that? Yeah, I would say maybe what was your your favorite agreement? Did you have one that resonated more than the other? The one that res absolutely the one that resonates for more for me today today right is uh, don't make assumptions because that's something that I've I've you know r- tried to shed and it's really really hard to shed making assumptions about things and I've noticed that even little assumptions can create negative outcomes for me and I'm really doing my best to try to do that so for for me to have that. Um, portion of the book kind of explained and and just you know how and and also for him to be like yeah listen not making assumptions although seems like a simple concept is really freaking hard you know so to hear that from you know this book was also very comforting but uh i think that today what resonates is don't make assumptions however um it's it's funny because you know the, the number three is what resonates today be impeccable with your word is what has been resonating with me for forever, which is being my word. And you, if anyone knows me, they know that my word is really, really important to me. Um, so that's something that's tr- like that's resonated my whole life. Not taking things personally is something that I think that um, I could use some some work on um, as well. Something that that I haven't hasn't been in the forefront, but I could definitely use some work on. And always do your best is kind of like a, yeah, got it. That makes total sense. You always do your best. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's, it's like I said, that's, that's the nice thing with this book is no matter where you are in your life, I think you can find one, two, three, or even all of them very useful in your life and help, you know, kind of take you to the next level, which is what I really appreciated about this book. So what about you? Which uh, is there one that that is like really resonating for you in your life right now? Um, for me, I would probably go with you know don't take anything personally. You know, like you said, I think being impeccable with your word is something that I think a lot of people, their parents try to ingrain that in them early. You know, really understand that you're only as good as your word. You know, the other one, always do your best. We always talk about that. You can only do you know what you can do, and always try to push to the next level. For me, I thought don't take anything personally was really good because, you know, a lot of people get held back in life because of what other people say or they're scared of what friends or family or X, Y, and Z have to say or what their opinion is on the matter. But, you know, you use a lot of examples in life. There are people who, you know, were being negative to somebody for all their life for maybe, let's say they wanted to be a rapper. Like that's one that seems to be rather common. People say you're never going to make it. You suck, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, this guy blows up and becomes super famous, and they want to now change to be, oh, I knew this guy when he was early. I knew he would be so good. So the people that are really, you know, giving you information, whether it be good, bad, understand that it really is coming just from their own reality. It's really their perspective. And a lot of times they don't know any better because as we all, in one form or another, are, you know, the center of our own universe, we are the authors of our own book, you know, they don't see all the hours that will go into your success. They only see a few glimpses here and there. And I think don't take anything personally really resonates a long way, especially, you know, with who we are and who a lot of our listeners are being entrepreneurs. It's something where you have to inherently go against the grain. People will say, 
you know, you, you're, you're not going to make it or I feel like you're trying a bunch of different things and this and that. But really, if you understand who you are and you understand that you are still on a positive path to reach your goals, don't let anyone deter you from that because while they're looking at you and giving you information, they're not giving you a full lens the way that, you know, you probably haven't even offered them all the information possible to say something. So for me, I thought that was really the best. I thought it was, you know, a very simplistic but a very good chapter because it is true. I mean, you you really need to, you know, work on yourself and continue to push yourself. The people who've been following this podcast for the last 48 weeks are on that mindset and on that goal and really pushing week over week to continue to learn and be better regardless of what the naysayers around them, you know, are trying to put into their mind. And that's one of those, you know, kind of parasites that you were talking about. You know, if you let that get in, it will slowly start to eat you from the inside and break you down to where you do not feel that you're good enough or you do not think that these goals you have are achievable. So I think it's very important to be able to have that mechanism in place to be able to understand that they don't mean things from a place of harm or to discredit you. They're just looking at things from their own lens and letting their own, you know, current and past actions determine what they think is possible and what is impossible. And that doesn't mean the reality shifts because of it. So that for me was my favorite chapter. I thought that was very good. And like I said, I think anyone can take any one of these four agreements and find a positive in it and be able to implicate it into their own life. So for me, like I said, don't take anything personally. It was, was my top. Yeah, it makes total sense. And I, you know, that's the, it's just something that's really difficult as someone that wants to go do something in the world. Someone's always going to say something negative. So, absolutely. Always try to overcome that objection and just don't take it personally. Um, I mean, listen, the, this book it, it is super straightforward. Um, really easy to understand. A great read. If you listen to the audiobook, um, it's really well read. Uh, and I would totally recommend it. I mean, I don't know what, you know, we're already 15 minutes into a book that was maybe, what, two hours long? So I don't know how much, you know, how much, we, unless we start summarizing the book, you know, what we can get into. But do you have any additional thoughts in regards to, like, what's important um, that really needs to be relayed? I mean, I think that, that the number one thing here is these four things, you know, these four agreements are basics for everybody in making a good life. And they're well explained. They're concise in their explanation. Just it's it's if you're a reader and, and you're into personal development, and you haven't read this book. It's worth picking up. You know that's really what it comes down to. Yeah, I agree. I think in summary, I'll just you know summarize the four agreements again for the listeners. So, you know, number one would be be impeccable with your word. You know, speak with integrity. Say only what you mean. Avoid using the word to speak against yourself or gossip against others. You know, use the power of your word and direction uh, of truth. So really, you know, your word is is you. It's a, it's the first reflection upon yourself. So understand that and give that some importance. Um, number two, don't take anything personally. I feel like I just summarized that briefly before. But really, like I said, nothing others do is because of what you do. It's really, you know, what others say and do is a projection of their own reality so when you're immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be a victim of needless suffering. For number three, you know, don't make assumptions. You know, find the courage to ask questions and express what you really want. Communicate with others as clearly as you can. 
to avoid misunderstanding, you know, sadness or even drama. You know, with just one agreement, you can completely transform your life. I think this is, like you said, it was your favorite. I think it's a really powerful one. And then the last one, which, you know, really is something that I think more and I would, would take as one of our favorites is always do your best. You know, you're going to be, you know, you're going to, your best is really going to change from moment to moment. It will be different when you're healthy as opposed to when you're sick or under different circumstances, but just simply do your best and you'll avoid, you know, self-judgment, self-abuse and regret. And I think, you know, if you can combine these four together, I think you set yourself up to be very successful and not in the traditional monetary way. But I think, you know, as a person, it'll set you up to have a more enjoyable life and it'll be more, I think, full of happiness and joy and, and really keep you moving forward. So, you know, in summary, I, that's really what I can think of is take these four agreements and either find one or, or a few or maybe even all of them and try to, you know, put them into your own life and see the positive results that can come from it. Sounds like a plan. That's about right. And I'm very impressed by your ability to use Google. Truly. Thank you. <laughs> I'm literally looking at the same thing. <laughs> it was impressive. <laughs> I was like reading along with you and I'm like, wow, you made it your own, but it's really, it's, it's impressive. Go you. It was accurate. <laughs> it was perfect on the money. Um, guys, with that, thank you so much for joining us yet again uh, on the 52 podcast. My name is Moore Milo. I'm Ross Anarelli. This is the 52, 52 weeks, 52 books, making every single week count. Uh, this was episode 48. Check us out next week for episode 49. We're almost at the first year complete. Super exciting. Thank you guys again for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Take care.